Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Stick a Fork in It. We are super excited to be here, but I am super bummed out that Matt Spence yeah. couldn't make it today. He had a little bit of a uh, family thing he needed to do, but everything is all right mm -hmm. and uh, we're all good. But Matt, you're here in spirit and we will always miss you and miss your voice being here on the podcast with us. It's true. Right? <laughs> oh, it's weird. Right? It is. It is. I'm used to his uh, his jovial, his, all right, everybody. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and welcome to Stick a Fork in It. Okay. So, we're, but we're here today and we are on location mm -hmm. at Trinity Cafe 2 off of Bush Boulevard, which is a program of Feeding Tampa Bay. Sure is. And um, I'm super excited because I bumped into a former friend when I was at Trinity Cafe and forever friend um, a few weeks ago. And I'm so excited. I want to introduce everybody to Ross Anderson. Hey, how's it going? It I'm going you. Hey, I'm excited. Yeah. He's got the coolest vibe even when you walk up Absolutely. on the way. Yeah. And you guys can't see it, but like the sharpest look too. <laughs> Always. And we'll get into that later because it is how you look yes. and how you dress yeah. is how you present yourself. And very he'll true. go through the whole thing then. But Ross, how you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Feel very comfortable. This yeah. is great. Good. good. We talked a little bit to kind of get you in the groove. So we're feeling good and we're in one of your spaces because you've been volunteering here for a very long time. Yes, we've been volunteering here. I'm wanting to say, what, six years now, maybe? What, see? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they were already involved when I started at Trinity yeah. Cafe. So it was kind of part of my training yeah. right. uh, to see the group that uh, you are representing most of all and what you're known for. But I want to talk a little bit about you first because I'm super intrigued. Oh. Because I know, Hi. Fred, I know we come from the same timeline and yes. there is more yes. to you than your main focus and passion, yes. which is what how I know you. So tell me about you. Are you from Tampa? So uh, not originally from Tampa, originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I moved to Tampa um, during what my eighth grade year back then it was called junior high right. now it's you know yeah junior high but uh um it was eighth and ninth grade and uh, ended up going to middle school or i'm um, junior high here and then of course high school right so. absolutely and um so your family so you moved here with your family yes, tell us here, about your family yeah so moved here with my family um and my mom uh my stepdad and my sister um like so we moved here um we had gone to private school back in in, in georgia uh -huh. um so public school was 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 new for me yes um so um i went to coleman junior high so i'll go ahead and give a shout out back <laughs> yeah. to coleman junior high. Um, graduated it. from hillsborough high school so go right. terriers yes. um and uh you know acclimated to tampa and the weather um and everything yeah. so because yeah. you so, actually yeah. do have some seasons up in atlanta yes. it does yeah. get a little frosty yeah. in the yeah. winter time that's true <laughs> that's true Here. yeah I, I spent a little bit of time in atlanta a couple of years ago and it happened to be like the one winter where like snow shut down the whole city uh, yeah <laughs> which it would <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly right i was like i'm going back to florida yeah <laughs> i love it so as Ev knows, we, of course, always need to, this is Feeding Tampa Bay's podcast. Mm -hmm. We talk about food a lot and how we address those in need in many different ways. Right. But you're talking about your family. And um, I would love to you to reflect on a memory. And it could be from all the way back then, even in Atlanta, even to today, a memory around the table, a favorite meal that just pops into your head when I say that. What is that meal? What are those emotions? Talk to me about what that favorite memory is. So I would say then and now, 
is actually just sitting around the table. Um, and I know nobody does this anymore. And I've made it a point with my sons to do this, but just talk about your day. I mean, mm -hmm. literally yeah. put cell phones, put everything aside and literally put the food on the table. And we literally just talked about the day. It was like, how, how, how was the day? Right. You know, what happened? Mm -hmm. Talk about your teachers. And I remember growing up, that was one of the things that my mother and my dad did is like we sat at that table and it was you literally had to sit there and me and my sister would kind of look at each other like, OK, who's going to go first? Yeah. Right. Um, the other, yeah. Who's going first? But the other part to it was it's like making sure you you, you pick and choose what you said because you didn't want to get in trouble because if you said too much. Right. It could lead <laughs> to more things. It. Right. You're right. <laughs> so um, so I kind of carried that tradition on with my son. So we would sit at the table and it's like what did you learn today how was your, right. you know and and certain things they'll say certain things they don't say would lead to other things and right. then i end up like piecing it together so i'm like <laughs> hmm <laughs> you know, so. so i yeah. get it yeah, yeah so tell us about your son so i have um two sons yes. um and uh, one's adopted um yes. and then the other i end up getting legal custody of but uh they're mine uh, so they're of my biological they son right. but they're mine um i raised them both from Pretty much from seventh grade. Uh, my oldest right now um, just graduated from FIU um, with his Congrats. master's in uh, business and accounting. Um, FIU, uh, like I said, FIU. And uh -huh. then the um, youngest, who is 22, um, is serving our country. He is in the Army. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes. Powerful <laughs> yeah. in your yes. family that yes. you raised up. Yes. So uh, taught them how to cook and how to clean and how to take care of themselves so they can take care of the the young ladies that they I was going to say, few, yeah, yeah, they're going to be a catch. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's raised yeah. some great yeah. men. Yeah. So. And, you know, I have to reflect a little bit back on what you said about adopting. And uh, I've had that in my family as well. And the really magical part about adoption, I think, is you are chosen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You are chosen from yeah. the very yeah. start. And I think there's something pretty magical about that. Very much so. Um, yeah. There are days like if you have the ones that are birthed to you, but I think adoption is a pretty magical thing. And obviously you yeah. gave some gentlemen a really incredible life that they're yeah. going to pass on to yes. your influence. So mm -hmm. thank, thank you, you for thank that. You. Yeah. Um, so on, more on the food vibe. Yes. Yes. Um, favorite go-to food. Favorite go-to food. I love my mac and cheese. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Universally nothing loved. Like, yeah, nothing like a good thing of mac and cheese. Um, my, really? My, my, yeah. So, what, what, um, okay, so what's your favorite mac and cheese? Because it can oh, go in all directions yeah. nowadays. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, homemade is king, but yeah. if you're going to go brands, it's got to be Stouffer's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I okay. just yeah. cheese I and, and pasta yeah. and nothing in it. Nothing That's, weird. I'm a very I'm 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 very much like an originalist, like the regular single stuff, yes. Oreos, you know. Just mac and cheese, please. Do you agree? Like, I agree. We're we're on the same page with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So do you have a recipe that or do you just wing it? Um I would say I, well, I won't say I wing it. My my mother kind of showed me the gotcha. the way to mm. yep. yeah. So, um, so I try to duplicate that, but nothing's like mom's cooking. Yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. I mean, you could do it, but uh, yeah, right. mac and cheese. I got it. Mac well, and yeah, cheese. Mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. 
I'm mm-hmm. weird. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny that you say that your mom taught you because my mom can't cook to save her life, but her <laughs> mac and cheese is amazing. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah. She knows if you're coming yeah. over, forget yeah. anything. Absolutely. That's probably why I'm a little biased. Chicken or whatever else <laughs> right. from takeout, the tacos, whatever. Right. right. Just need that the side. The mac and cheese is really all she needs to provide. <laughs> exactly. So got it. Yeah. Now I, I know one of his secrets. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. 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 It's the way to my heart. Well, right. pizza's the way to my heart, but mac and cheese oh, is like no. a second yeah, back no, door. There you go. <laughs> that's the next secret. Okay, now yeah. I'm going to do things Yep. So, but I made sure the boys learn how to cook. For sure. Sure. I made sure I taught them how to make that that, that you know, mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. generational yeah. fabulous. Yeah, pass it down. Yeah. Gooey <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. Oh, you can tell by the way you I, I just, I don't get it, but yeah. okay. Yeah. It's a good I'm one for a guy 1%. to have his yeah, tool belt say, too, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I was, you know, as a bachelor, I never knew how to cook anything. Right. And, you know, when I started having like, uh, I live with girlfriends who knew how to cook. So I picked up some right. stuff from right. them. Right. But I mean, just having a couple staples uh, yes. in your, in your, you know, manly recipe book yes. is really important. Impressive. Yeah, exactly. I can agree with that. Oh yeah. Oh no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. All right. See y'all got the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Got the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and right. I'll add to that too with <laughs> talking about staples and doing stuff. Uh-huh. Now it's, you know, taught the boys everything can go in the oven. So yeah. you know what? Everything. So we're talking <laughs> hamburgers in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything. It that is like mansplaining. <laughs> exactly. I'm just right. It's just put it in the oven. It will work. Oh, I <laughs> so, love it. Uh, baked chicken in the oven. Right. Well, that's true. That's it's, true. Yeah. That's yeah, very, very true. The oven. <laughs> that's very, very true. Yeah. You know what I do love about mac and cheese, though? And we've seen it, you know, because we have so many in our care right now. It is a very inexpensive and hearty yes. meal to put together as mm-hmm. a side. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I know I see it often in, um, you know, of course we have, you know, mobile and mega right. pantries and right. partners that that's a pretty big staple that people look forward to. Right. Yeah. And it, you can stretch that for a meal. Right. So yeah. making good yeah. choices. Fellas. Yeah. And it's Especially filling. I mean, I mean, if you don't have is. anything else, I mean, yeah. you could, you could actually eat a, a bowl or a plate of mac and cheese and you're fine yeah right, right? <laughs> that know. sounds like a midnight snack yeah. here <laughs> again <You're> <laughs> i've done that midnight midday yeah. mid-morning oh, yeah. you know whatever oh yeah it's like a bowl of cereal yeah uh, yeah, yeah a bowl of cereal i mean same thing mac and cheese, you know, mac and cheese. yeah yeah for I sure it. i love it so high school here and then um so tell us professionally what is your uh, so I, history? I yeah so I currently work for Hillsborough County Schools but prior to working for Hillsborough County Schools um, I worked for Verizon mm-hmm. um, Data Services so I worked in the Telecom Park area as a project manager but prior to that which um, the boys don't know mm-hmm. I actually worked out for the court system oh, so oh, I was okay. at, yeah so I actually did that for it several years mm-hmm. as well. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're getting some secrets. I know, I know, I know. Your boys are going to, and then people yeah. still don't know what we're talking right, about. Right, 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 right. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Verizon, so then from Verizon, what is it, I know you're, tell us what you're doing, well, who you're working with now, and it obviously it's yeah. kind of So, grown. So I, I would say the really, really quick, just to kind of do the transition from going from Verizon to working in school system, um, I was working with Big Brothers Big Sisters. So Verizon was a partner with Big Brothers Big Sisters. And right. so they were recruiting, um, they came out to the location and they were recruiting mentors. And so I was kind of in charge of the mentorship, uh, g- getting the guys together to be mentors um, at Verizon. And that's what kind of led me into the school system because I was going into one of our schools at the time to mentor students during our, our lunches. Yeah. And so we kind of got credit for that. So I kind of, kind of, you know, so that's kind of the, the bridge. Right. Um, the bridge. The that's bridge. how you caught it. How I caught that's it. That's how you it, wanted it, to. Yeah. 
make and a I, change. Make a change. Um, I felt at that time, you know, it was like, you know what, I could actually work in the school system. I could actually teach. Yeah. You know, we know that teachers don't get paid enough. They don't get recognized enough for the things They're they true. do. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things like, well, if I ever get an opportunity, I, w I would do that. Yeah. yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Sometimes it's a soul thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of pulling out. You yeah, know, it was. There. Right. So then what happened? So then I had that opportunity. Um, Verizon at the time, you know, they were doing some uh, merging and, and buyouts and, and that sort. So I uh, took the buyout mm -hmm. and had the opportunity at that point um, after I had adopted my son. Um, he was in the public school system. And I said, well, you know what? I was that dad, you know, that right. was always there. And they're like, you should work here. You know, you, you know, you're always here. You must well get a job here. And right. um and I said, well, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Mm. Um, I could do something part time. And uh, they're like, no, 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 no. You need to be here full time. Oh, wow. I, we just see the interaction that you have with the others. I mean, we know you're here checking on your son. But when you come, you know, the other kids are gravitating to you. And we see that you're able to really talk to them and you have a presence. So mm. Mm. Um, the principal at the time convinced me to, to apply. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, hired me full time. I'm like, OK, we'll see how this works. <laughs> um, I will say that my friends at the time uh, had bets going that I would last, <laughs> you know, three months, two months. They're like, no, there's no way, you know. Um, and of course, 16 years later, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> so yes. who, who's winning that bet currently? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Won a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. For sure. Right. So I think, yeah. I think an important thing about you is you listen. Mm. So I hear you talking about the conversations that you were having with children 16 years ago. You were probably listening to what they had to say yeah. first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. About you over the years, yeah. which yeah. probably leads into more of your career of what you do. But that is what you really are is you listen, you hone in mm -hmm. on what's going on with people, which I think is a magical gift. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, so currently I work, you know, again, work for the school district. Um, I am a transition specialist and um, so working with students that have some challenges is what we'll call it that um, may not have done all the right things, made the right choices, the right decisions. Right. And so they come to our office and we just kind of sit and listen and try to figure out what's the best placement for them and just kind of what, what school is the best fit um, to make sure they're successful. This podcast was made possible by the innovative thinking and the funding of Feeding America a nationwide network of more than 200 food banks that feed more than 46 million people through food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters, and other community-based agencies. So really, um, to dive a little deeper in that without, you know, sharing any specific stories, you can differentiate if a child has just been involved in something in the moment and you're there to listen. Because I know back in the day, before we listened or heard our children, uh, people would make decisions and they would see two people in a fight. So two people were punished for that fight and no one was really listened to. So uh, that's v minimalizing what you do right, every day. Right. But really, you listen to make sure that you understand both sides of the situation. Exactly. And and that's really important. And, and to understand that, you know, we all have made mistakes. And, yeah. and, and looking at some of the students that have come to our office, um, it's one of those things where, you know, this mistake could cost you you know, um, I won't say the rest of your life, but this could really cost you. So we really look at, you know, the impact that that um, the decisions that we make on their behalf, you know, how that would impact them later on down in life. So. Well, sure. And I would imagine that the lives that you've changed to have someone, you know, we know that from our work, when you take the time to right. listen, when you take the time to guide somebody in the right direction, when someone is taking the time to care about you 
right. and encourage you exactly. that, like, hey, this isn't a good fit for you, but we're going to do this. Right. Um, just the amount of children that you've been able to touch right. um, is amazing. So let's get into what you're really, how I, how we all know you. Oh. <laughs> so how did, which is your side gig, which is crazy. Yeah, right. Because I really had no, I'm like, this is all he does. This, this has to be the only thing that he does, right. which is men of vision. Wow. So, so my second job, <laughs> it's a second job. Right. Um, is Minivision. So Minivision is a 501c non-for-profit um, organization. It's all boys that, that I started actually um, 15 years ago, but it was literally, I started working for the district in November, no, October of 2006. And in November of 2006 is when we started Minivision with oh, 10, wow. 10 boys. Wow. Um, and it was the 10, as they would deem, the roughest, toughest, <laughs> um, little knuckleheads that you ever want to meet. It, it was kind of like the teachers, like, good luck. Right. Um, Here, take them, please. Yeah, take them. Yeah. So um, what was the catalyst for that? Like, you were, you, you all of a sudden you saw that and like, okay, so maybe. So, you know, having an adopted son, you know, and understanding. So going back to what you said, listening. Right. Understanding you know, circumstances, situations, you know, nobody wants to get in trouble. And when you really think about it, I mean, no. nobody, nobody intentionally gets in trouble right. just to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about students being disrespectful, you talk about students being defiant, disobedient, all that, there's something behind that. Um, and when you have kids that are going to school every single day, and just not going to class, you know, just telling, you know, just being disruptive and disrespectful. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what, what's going on with right. them? And so right. sitting There's down, it's reason. Yeah, it was a reason. Yeah. So when I sat down with those 10 rough, tough, <laughs> and I'll call them knuckleheads at the time, um, right. and said, okay, guys, you've been identified by every teacher here that, you, you know, this is, you know, you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to do in life? I mean, what, you know, what's going on? And having them really, I want to get emotional because um, now, but just having them really just, just say, I want to go to college. You know, I want, I want to, you know, but this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then they started sharing their stories. And when yeah. you start listening to the stories of some of these young men, right. a lot of it's not, it's, it's, it's circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it's like nobody's. Nobody chooses, you know, we tell kids all the time, you don't choose your parents. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. even, uh, you know, right. even as, as a 54 year old man, I didn't choose my parents, you right. know? And so you're born into certain situations and circumstances. And with a lot of those, well, with all of them at the time, it was like, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it just brought tears to my eyes because I'm thinking, oh my God, I understand now. Right. You know, I really get it. Now, does it justify you being disrespectful to a teacher? But I understand why you're angry. Right. Why right. you are acting the way you do. Right. And understanding the triggers, you know, because if somebody says you're never going to amount to nothing or somebody says something, it's right. going to trigger, you know. So, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I can't imagine yeah. being told that at a young age. Yeah. Right. And I can totally understand the frustration. Right. Of wanting to kind of always feel like you're fighting your way out of something. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and reading is really a powerful thing. And when, you know, when students, you know, fall behind, that's the other thing. Then you get frustrated because you don't want to. So you act out because you don't want to get singled out as, well, you can't read or mm -hmm. you can't do this. You can't do that. Right. So before you're going to call on me as a teacher 
to answer a question, guess what? I know you're coming to me, so let me go ahead and do something now uh, so I can get kicked out of your class. So I, I look like a tough guy. Oh, I don't wow. like a guy that knows whatever it is. Right. right. So. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. Wow. So this first class so was kind of the catalyst for everything. Yes. The look, the feel, the, they were the... <laughs> Yes. So, and I still, yeah. So it was a look at, they were the test. That was a right. test. Yeah. So, and it was one of those things where, and I, and I will say this, um, you know, I did get pushed back, unfortunately, from educators at the time. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, right. you'll never, oh, they don't, you know, there's no way you're going to get them to, to dress professional. There's no way you're going to get them to do certain things. And so, literally just sitting down and talking with the guys, I'm like, listen, you know, you all told me you want to go to high school, you want to go to college, or you want to, you know, do this. Okay, here's where it starts and right. kind of have them come up with a plan, writing it out. Um, and I'll never forget the first day that the boys uh, asked them to dress professional. Of course, they didn't have any dress clothes or mm -hmm. anything. I said, that's fine. We'll get them. Right. You know, right. if I get them, you're going to have to wear them. And that first day of having boys, and I literally went to uh, Macy's at the time uh -huh. and I got them polo, the Ralph Lauren polo shirt. Yes. Because the boys at the time, it was like, I said, what if I bought... You know, because they call them church clothes. Mm. I mean, that was right. the thing. Like, yeah. Right. You're going right. to make me wear church clothes. No, 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 no. We're going to make you wear cool clothes. Yes. Because like, they're cool. So let's change it from church clothes to cool clothes. Right. And so, and going and getting Ralph Lauren polo shirts. And I said, we're going to get ties for you guys. Will you wear them on a Wednesday for me? Mm. And they all agreed. And when they showed up that day, that that's what really launched Menavision. Mm. Because just the, the pride and just how they felt and just how they behaved. Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, and just how they saw themselves and how right. everybody around them. Everybody else everybody saw them else like, saw wow. Them. Like, really? It's like, Absolutely. Oh, you know, yeah. so. Um, my uh, my friend when I was in probably middle school, maybe high school, used to say, and, I, I, you know, I've heard this since then, but he would say, look good, feel good. Yes. And yes. It's, you yeah. know, it, it's yes. just like the, uh, the you know, suggestion to dress for the job you want. Like, yes. if you present yourself a certain way, you'll feel that way. Yes. You know? Yeah. Right. That's it. Right. And that was it. Um and that kind of, like you said, that was the start of it because then it was like every Wednesday. But then it turned into, okay, you got to go out and buy us polo shirts again for the next time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Right. <laughs> that was just a start. Yeah. I can't buy polos every Wednesday. Right, right. But we're going to mix it up a little and, you know, we're going to throw a little bit of church clothes in there every now and again. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that started, um, like I said, 15 years ago. Wow. Right. And now the attire... That they so then now the attire so what's happened over the years and of course we have we have an uh, alumni sitting across yes. the room for me but um, it just kind of elevated and, and kind of kind of morphed into different things so they wanted their own signature look so they kind of they kind of because then other mentoring groups you know started sure. forming yeah and uh, like well we don't want to look like them so mm. <laughs> we need to change so because when we started like I said they were wearing whatever and they were like okay we need to be more uniform so then the boys were wearing like black pants and the white shirts and they had the the black ties and then it was like okay well let's all get red ties then let's do this and so every year they kind of took it up a notch and so now the signature look for the boys is anytime you see a young man in a bow tie yes uh, walking around you know it's safe to say you can go up to him and say are you part of menavision yeah you're menavision yeah it's safe to say they'll say yes how did you know right um Right. Because that's kind of their signature look. Because um, you glow, that's yeah. why. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's it too. You know, yeah. it is too. It's a confidence that can't be matched. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Which we will talk to one of your alumni uh, when we'll explain that yeah. because uh, yes. we all know this young man yeah. as well. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the program. Like, what is it for the kids? Okay. So um, 
current day. Current mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. So current day, um, right now we're currently in 12 high schools. And the, the premise of Minivision, you know, mission and vision and all that, but the, the, the base of Minivision is once these young men join, they have to have a vision for their future. And so that vision is we're telling them college, military, trade school. Mm -hmm. gotcha. So if you are part of the organization, these are one of the three things that we like we, right. that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. right. um, and then we help them with that. Right. So we start as early as sixth grade and we follow them all the way through until they graduate from high school. Um, and if it's college, then we're making sure they're taking the right classes and they're doing what they need to do academically, you know, right. helping them get to that point. Mm -hmm. right. If it's military, then we're making sure that, again, when it comes to um, things outside of school, you know, association, associating themselves with different folks, you know, all that, right. because military, they're checking your background and all that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to technical school or trade school, again, making sure you're taking those classes in school. And if you're interested in becoming a plumber, electrician or whatever, or automotive, we're getting you in that, that, you know, pushing right. you in that direction and, right. and connecting with the right people and tools that you need to, to do that when you graduate from high school. I, I think that's so important too, because, you know, I think trades are often seen as jobs of the past, but right. every, we still need plumbers and electricians and contractors, you know. And usually at the really expensive times on the weekends. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yes. So yes. it is a very lucrative. <laughs> right. Um, job to look into mm -hmm. is any kind of technical program yeah, and right. should so, really yeah. be celebrated. We got to have it. Yeah, oh, we have gotta to have it. Absolutely. <laughs> have to. Not everybody is geared towards, I mean, you know, even my, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I mentioned earlier, my youngest son is serving our country, you know, the military mm -hmm. in the army, mm -hmm. you know, we had him set to go to college, but he, you know, college was not for him. Mm -hmm. He did right. a semester and he's like, dad, this is not you know, and I said, okay. Yeah, I said, I'm well, then what is your next options? Mm -hmm. You can join the military or we can go ahead and get you in a trade school, mm -hmm. one of our technical colleges and do that. And he's like, I want to go in the military. I'm like, yeah. perfect. We, there Let's go. go. There we go. Here we <laughs> are. There we Choice go. made. Right. Yeah. Doing yeah. well. Right. And doing well. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Not everybody has to follow the same path. And it's so cool that, you know, you teach them that early on right. because I think that, um, you know, especially for my generation, a lot of us were pushed, go to college, yep, go to college. You're gonna, everything we did in school was to go to college, college you know? Right. Um, and it, it's almost like the alternative wasn't even presented of like, well, maybe you want to do something more direct, you know? Right. So right. if that's you and that's what you want to do, do, that's what you should do. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly, and for me, not to cut you off, but that yeah, was yeah. kind of like the, you know, my generation, mm -hmm. it was, you're going to college. Yeah. Right. You know, everything, it's like, we didn't come this far for you not to go to college. Right. And right. it's like, and I remember <laughs> after I graduated, I said, well, can I take a year off just so I can decide what major I want. Right. And my parents were adamant, you're going to college and mm -hmm. if you're not going, you can't live here. Wow. And it right. was like, right. Tough well, stuff. I'm really? I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. No joke. It, you know, so it was, yeah. Wow. And, wow. and yeah. so there was no, like I said, there was no other options. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, can I join the military at least? No, you're yeah. going to college. <laughs> yeah. You know, no choices. I, yeah, there was right. no choices. Right. Which probably is why right. you're so into choices. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very much so. Right. We are what we live sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Florida Blue's mission is to help people and communities achieve better health. In partnership with Feeding Tampa Bay, their collective goal is a hunger-free Tampa Bay by 2025. How will we do that? By ensuring that all our neighbors have access to fresh, nutritious food that is essential to a healthy and capable lifestyle. We invite you to join the movement. Visit hungerfree2025.com. So you talked about a sixth grade, yeah, all the way down to sixth grade. We yeah. got to meet one of your wonderful sixth graders a yeah. couple weeks ago, which I want to touch on. Well, and actually, I'll take it. He's a fourth grader. Oh. So we can touch on that. So he's fourth grade. <laughs> oh. He's one of our first fourth graders. And we can, 
And the reason why we have we have two fourth graders, mm-hmm. it's because we also the brothers. So we have a brother. Oh, and got so it. The That's bro- so great. Yeah. So we have a brother. His brother's a senior. Yeah. And so we have a fourth. And grader. you brought yeah, him up brought, into yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing yeah. because you always want to do what your older siblings. True. Right? Yeah. Even though, Ev, you have sisters. I'm yeah, sure they try to wa- they want to do things that you do, oh, though. My, the older one of them is basically just the female version of me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine with all the toys, like, he even has his own, like, gaming podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one, when it comes to that kind of stuff, is like, oh. <laughs> anyway, I, if I was his kid's sister, I would mm-hmm. be like, okay, show me how to do that. Right, right, But right. Um, So going back to fourth grade. Yeah. So tell me. Yeah. Who was it that I met at the... So you met uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Isaac Kyle. Mm-hmm. and uh, awesome young man. Mm-hmm. And like you said, his brother was in Minivision because we, you know, we volunteer and do different things. And so he wanted to come. Yeah. You know, he wanted to yeah. come along. And uh, and so his mom was like, well, she knew sixth grade. I'm like, well, we only take sixth graders. <laughs> I started sixth grade. But I mean, he would just like, I want to be, I want to help. I want to go. Right. Shines. It, yes. Like no other. Yes. So yeah. really quickly, I got to break into why this young man shines. Not that all the young men of men of vision don't shine, but right. he is just, obviously, he's the smallest of the group. Yes. So mm-hmm. Feeding Tampa Bay, we were at our uh, weekly produce distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really fortunate to pr- um, partner very heavily with the NFL when the yeah. Super Bowl was here. Right. Go Bucks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Go Bucks. Can't. The Super Bowl champs. Yes. Yes. Well, it's a historic thing for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. It has to be for everybody. Right. First to host, first to win. Yeah. That's yeah. just only the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Right. Right. That's what it's about. To right. Me. Anyway. Not any particular person mentioned. Right. Yep. Right? Okay. But so we were really fortunate to work with them on mm-hmm. Huddle to Tackle Hunger. Right. And what that was, was they donated $250,000 so we could partner with restaurants. Right. Right. Um, they had volunteers sign up. So we got this tremendous amount of volunteers. Indeed. And one of those volunteers was chosen and got to go to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with a guest. Um, we also had these game day stadium cutouts because they had to keep the numbers down for safety. So yeah. you could go online, donate a hundred dollars and it supported feeding Tampa Bay and have your loved one pictured or you yeah. or whoever you wanted <laughs> yeah. in a cutout in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, which okay. leads us to yeah. Kyle is we were on both sides of the Bay for distribution, mm-hmm. one on a Thursday and one on this Saturday at the weekly produce distribution that you have consistently been doing since since may May. since Mm. last may Uh, last may Mm. or was was it last may or before it was uh since when the pandemic started okay Okay. yeah got it so that's when we moved it over from because it was originally at trinity Trinity too right right so we're over there um and this is a wonderful thing cars line up it's all fresh fresh produce Produce, healthy things we Mm, have a lot of i talked to a, a bunch of wonderful people in line that go there regularly from this area. Uh Florida Blue has supported that for the past two years because they want to lift the help in this zip code. And that's one way is making sure that we have healthy food in this community. Trinity Cafe Mm -hmm. being one of those sources right here on Bush. And then, of course, this fresh produce pantry. Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, so we do this event on Thursday. It was great. We had Molly Moo there giving out cheese. <laughs> Captain Fear. Captain Fear being himself. Mm-hmm. Don't even need to say anything else with that. The cheerleaders, yes. forever fabulous and spirit-driven and gorgeous. Absolutely. But we had a very special guest come to our 
Saturday one, who was Roger Goodell. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand, (laughs) we were shaking in our shoes, (laughs) all prepared for the commish to walk up. We had five minutes of his time, Mm -hmm. and his people started tapping his watch. (laughs) But the very forward, professional, kind, sweet, I'm going to go with adorable because he's so small, (laughs) goes up to Roger Goodell and wants to have a chat with him. Mm -hmm. And he stayed the entire time. They kept saying, are we going? Nope, we're staying the whole time. I'm like, thank you, Kyle. And that's Kyle. Kyle, and I can't even believe he's in the fourth grade. Yes. Mm -hmm. So my favorite picture of the entire day is Kyle holding court with Roger Goodell and Thomas Mance. Like, looking up at them, he's got his hands out, like he's telling it how it is. And they are bent over listening to every word, yes. this little boy with his double mask. Yes. I don't know what that's about, yeah. but he had him doubled up. Yeah, yeah. extra he had his, safe. Yep, yep. <laughs> and he was so proud of his NFL Feeding Tampa Bay t-shirt. Yes. Right? Yes. So that's that's what you do yeah. on Saturdays. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is awesome, young man. And we're actually looking forward to him Eventually being a, a, an officer mm-hmm. once he gets older, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but academic wise, he's, he's phenomenal. And, and like you said, he can hold his own with yeah. anybody. <laughs> I mean, and we didn't realize, I mean, because he'll come up and just, but like you said, I mean, I looked over, I'm thinking, oh my God, he's going to get us in trouble. What is he saying? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. But um, no, it was awesome. Well, even I was like, um, we're not supposed to get <laughs> that close, but okay. Right. Better yeah. than forgiveness and permission, Absolutely. isn't that the saying as yeah. well? Oh, yeah. Boy, he just owned it. And yeah. he, it, it really actually set the tone for yeah. the entire event. Mm-hmm. All of the boys were helping. You say that Kyle's going to be an officer. He's going to be an officer by sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> There's no it. joke. You're oh, going to yeah. have to do I, like <laughs> junior president yeah. Yeah. or something of that nature yeah. because mm-hmm. he's, he's changing the, the landscape over right. there at Metavision. Yes, yes. I One can of, see that. And now it's fourth graders. Yeah. All the way. the door. All the way through college. Yeah. 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 I love it so much. But that, you guys go in there every single Saturday. But another reason why you're here, I've known you since I started at Trinity Cafe probably five years ago now. And of course, Trinity Cafe merged with um, Feeding Tampa Bay in 2019. So, um, We've worked together yes. quite a bit. Yeah. You guys are super loyal, um, really concerned with those that are food insecure yes. Um, yes. for the health benefits, um, wanting that family to be around the table and for no one to be in need, especially of food. Right. So we've worked together a lot and you have an alumni here. Yes. That we know. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> How you doing? I'm feeling great. So <laughs> <laughs> You've been sitting so quietly. So go ahead and introduce uh, your graduate. Yes. So we... Um, or alumni, uh, actually. Alumni. Pardon me. Yes. I so um, <laughs> this young man that's in front of us is none other than uh, Mr. Khalid Henderson. Yes. Yeah. And he's from the class of 2017. Is that correct? It is. Um, very- he graduated from Steinbrenner High School. Mm-hmm. And um, and like I mentioned earlier, we follow these young men from sixth grade all the way to high school. Wow, and yeah. so he joined us back at what grade? Uh, I was involved since I was in sixth, but I joined in eighth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we make sure, you know, so from middle school all the way to high school. So yeah. he, you know, graduated from Steinbrenner High School. So when we had the opportunity to take some of our young men um, from the Sulphur Springs area to Steinbrenner, he was part of that, yeah. that, that group that got to go to Steinbrenner High School. Nice. Um, <laughs> and so he experienced something that most of the kids in this area would have never have experienced. Right. You know, what did right. you think so. of Steinbrenner? That's where my kids go. Yeah. 
it was a lot quieter than what I was used to. Mm-hmm. The middle school I went to at the time it was Van Buren. Okay. Right now it's this Carter G. Woodson. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's middle, right. yeah. So yeah. So he got to experience Steinbrenner. So there was nice. a couple very of classes. Different. Yeah. Very so different. very different. <laughs> I mean, very different experience. And that was sure. one of the things that we promote with Minivision of, of allowing the young men to see beyond beyond what their eyes can see, but taking them, exposing them to other positive things mm-hmm. um, that they normally wouldn't see um, yeah. and do. Yeah, so. for sure. Right. Yeah. So tell us about your Men of Vision experience and, and what it did for you. Uh, I can honestly say it completely changed my life. Men of Vision kept me out of a lot of troublemaking situations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Due to a lot of community service, Mr. Anderson called me in his office, having mm-hmm. different meetings throughout the week, mm-hmm. throughout right. random school days, just really being on my case about being a lot better than the stereotype and trying to progress in the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's uh, so like, I mean, you, you spent years and years doing that. So it kind of just came, became routine for you. Like it was Second just nature a, at a, yeah. At some point. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you paid that forward in people that you've interacted with? Do you think you are an influencer as well? I'm trying to be. Are you? I'm definitely yeah. trying to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and tell us about what you're doing now. Well, right now, uh, I'm working a pretty normal job, but... <laughs> I like that normal job. Yeah. Every job is needed. Every job is needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I work front desk at a hotel right now. Okay. Well, but uh, whenever I'm not at work... For the last couple of months, I've been planning on something different mm-hmm. because I want something in my name. Yeah. I want to kind of leave a legacy. Yeah. So I've been coming up with a, I basically created a brand. Okay. It's called Incomplete, based off of a phrase that my father always told me growing up. It's, mm-hmm. There's always room for improvement. If there's always room for improvement, whatever task you're doing is never really finished. Right, it's, right. It's never done. Yeah. So the brand is going to be called Incomplete. I've come up with uh, different ideas of what I wanted to sell, different opportunities of what I wanted to do with it. I've actually come up with a podcast. That's why this oh, is nice. so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah. Why this is so uh, interesting uh, to me. It's yeah. going to be called Incomplete Radio. I love my, it. Yeah, this is my first feeling. So. Nice. So now we're inspiring you (laughs) as well. Because we were talking before how great it would be for Men of Vision or Incomplete Mm -hmm. to have a podcast to help maybe kids listen in or adults listen in that can influence them to be active and help listen and influence the younger generation or that younger generation uh, to take a breath. Yep. Right. Give themselves a break. That's kind of what I'm getting from our conversation. Yeah. Well, you know, just to kind of be true to yourself, you know, I think is so important. And it's awesome for you to give them that insight so early on. Because I I think for a lot of us, it's something that, you know, you only learn after years and years of trial and error. And, you know, to kind of give them permission to be like, what do you like? Right. 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 That's true. Not being told. Right. Or or it's okay to feel this way. Right. But let's redirect. Right. You know, thinking about, you know, Ross, you and I are the same generation. Right. No, I don't know about you, but no one said that to me in the no, sixth grade. No, no, no. No one gave me, you know, and it it doesn't matter. It's as a youth, as a young human being to right. have somebody, an adult, listen right. to what. 
I don't even know what at that concept. age I would have, I would have <laughs> right. been able to say yeah. what I wanted. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely right. brilliant. Right. No, and it's great. I mean, to, to watch these young guys grow up and, 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 and like you said, give them permission to say, mm-hmm. okay, yes. you're not going to make, you know, we all made mistakes. Right. I mean, it's all trial and error. And right. it's kind of like, you know what? You know, this is my third career. I mean, so it's like, you know, when I look back at and maybe and, and they don't know this, but mm. I want to be an attorney. OK. So, so I was like, when I finally figured out what I want to do, I'm like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an attorney because I want to be able to do this. And then I realized, wait a minute, I've got to go to school for how long? Oh, yeah. Right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So let yes. me just get this business degree and then figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, mm-hmm. but even getting the degree in business, it was one of those things that it was instilled that you will get you know, a uh, you know, college degree, Yeah. you know, and nowadays, like we, you know, we said earlier, I mean, plumbers, uh, electricians, mm-hmm. I mean, they make a lot of money yeah. and they own their business, right? you know, right. and they're not in debt like right. a lot of us. Right. Oh, I, can, right. I can speak you for that. Know, <laughs> um, but, and, you know, allowing them to really think about, you know, um, and help them make logical and, you know, choices and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and so, you know, him saying, I only work at a front desk. No, you have yeah, a you job. You work in the hospitality industry. You work in the hospitality yeah. industry. Yeah. I Come mean, on now. Let, let, yeah. We'll, 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 okay. yeah. we'll so, blow you up, up a little bit. bit. Yeah, Come no, on. But, but, yeah, but to really, that's you know. That's the truth. But it's what the truth. What are they going to do yeah. without you sitting there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Everyone matters. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So, right? So, but incomplete, where are we going to be able to see your brand? Do you plan to launch on Instagram, Facebook, all the social media sites? It's going to start there. Okay. Um, my final plan is to be worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same. Worldwide. Well, it's easy with the internet. Mm-hmm. With yes. all this, uh, With the social. Especially now. Right. And yeah. YouTube. Right. And if yeah. you were to do, exactly. even if it wasn't a podcast, even if it was a YouTube show or something right. exactly. of that nature, if you were mm-hmm. able to reach people. Right. Um, but I'm really, really thrilled for you. And yeah. Go and with that. And now, and now I'm gonna. We're gonna be able to say we need. Yeah, yeah exactly. We helped him launch. We helped right. inspire. Right. You heard right. it yeah, here. Right. So when you have all those followers, remember us. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stick a fork in it. Yeah. Stick a fork in it. All the Humble guys beginnings. when you used to volunteer yes, exactly. at Trinity Cafe. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Very much so. Well, Mr. Anderson. Yes. I'm so thankful for you, as so many people are. A couple of last things. How many? Um, young men have gone through your program to date. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, 16 years. 16 years. Wow. So that's a big number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I think that's a huge impact it, that people should hear. So roughly. I would say that in the community over the last 16 years, we've definitely um, have seen over five to six thousand young men wow um, that have come through wow um, i just got chills yeah. <laughs> seriously it gets me a little teary um, that's six thousand young men yeah, that were given was. hope yeah. redirected mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Di- uh, just direction on you can be who you are oh my gosh yeah, yeah. i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things i'll say we definitely take pride in and in, in, in Khalib knows this is we make sure they graduate mm-hmm. and yes. that is so important yeah. Um, nowadays, it's like we make sure you get yeah. your high school diploma. Right. We make sure that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Mr. Anderson, what has been the most recent graduation rate hmm. for Men Division? Okay. Hmm. We are at 100% wow. graduation rate, um, and we have been for the last four years. Wow. That is wonderful. <laughs> so, Congratulations, um, so thank you, you guys. For, yeah. That's so great. Um, 
And so the 98%, which we've been at the previous years, mm-hmm. yes. was we, we, we equate graduation rate with high school standard diploma. Okay. And the 98%, we did have a couple of guys get their GED. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But the thing with that was you're getting something. Right. right. If you're going to yes. go to school, you're getting something. Right. So we do not let up. Yeah. We'll right. walk away with right. either the standard diploma or that. And now we're making sure that they're taking the right classes. They're really neat. So we want the high school diploma. Right. So the yeah. last four years, it's been 100%. Because wow. really with that, you can change your mind. Exactly. You can decide to go to college. Right. You can switch. Go right. to school. Exactly. But as long as you basics. have that baseline, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. you're good to go. Right. Wow. And right. all these boys are good to go. Right. So where can our listeners find Menavision? So on our social media, it's official Menavision. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Um, so they can follow us there. And then we have our own website, which is uh, menavisioninc.com. Mm-hmm. And we have everything about the organization. We have our initiatives listed. Of course, Feeding Tampa Bay yes. and Hunger. And it's and I think we, we call it because we changed it on our website because we used to say Feeding the Homeless. Oh, and yeah. And we changed right. that to say right. um, Feeding the Less Fortunate. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with the young men over the years, it's like any one of us, including myself, and I let them know this. I could be in that line mm-hmm. as yes. well. Absolutely. You know, and especially in light of what just transpired. Yes, COVID you know, has and what's taught going us. On, yeah, it's taught mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. that, you know, that line, you know, when the boys are out there, you like, you never know. Right. And we've seen teachers and we've seen, so, yeah. um, yeah. so we said the less fortunate because right now, you know, all of us and, uh, but we also have a literacy initiative mm-hmm. um, as well. And then a digital divide initiative to where we're making sure these young men have the tools they need to be successful mm-hmm. and that's making sure they have a laptop making sure they have the training on that um so yeah you know right. and then bullying um, that's another initiative of ours An- but anti yeah. right so yeah, yeah. but wow yeah. well friends <laughs> yes. thank you so much for coming to visit us at trinity too yes we know you've been here a million times <laughs> yes. so it wasn't like uh <laughs> it's even more official now. right yeah. right um but thank you so much thank you for all that you do thank you for sharing a little bit more of your story than most know okay. yes. favorite band from the 80s <laughs> oh my god so billy idol okay, oh, okay. Oh, oh. and with that <laughs> we're gonna let him drop off with the coolness that he is mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you for joining us all on right. stick of fork and honey Okay, everybody, welcome to What the Food Bank. Uh, we are here with our very dear friend that you probably know from a past episode, Mr. Jeremy Gloff. Hey, thanks for having Hi, me, Jeremy. Beth. Jeremy. Always a pleasure. <laughs> hey, friend, how are you? Great. Uh, it's been a great day. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad you're here. I'm so excited to see you, Jeremy. I miss you so much. I miss you, too. Mm, we yeah. are Trinity Cafe OGs yeah. in the house. Alumni. alumni. That's yeah, right. the alumni. Veterans. But, man, yeah. what a difference we've made since being part of feeding Tampa yeah. Bay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah amazing yeah the prepared <laughs> meals how many we've served mind-blowing just amounts <laughs> mind-blowing and just yeah. every single person on our team that you can count volunteers to how we pivoted to address the need yeah, yeah. I mean I, yeah. it's we were talking earlier about being proud of what we do yep Very much. um you just there's you can't help but be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of being proud of what we do, we had a guest on today that we worked with at Trinity Cafe, mm-hmm. um, Ross Anderson mm-hmm. with Men of Vision. And um, that was a, an organization I was really proud of. Like yeah. every time we worked with them, I couldn't help. I was like bubbling over to say, because <laughs> people would be like, 
who are those boys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they have were presents. just, they <laughs> do. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just the way that they dress, mm-hmm. but you're right. Their presence, mm-hmm. standing tall, uh, mm-hmm. speaking, you know, just perfectly and most comfortably with mm-hmm. everyone. And it's such a young age, yeah. like the little boy we talked about that's in the fourth grade. Best friends with Roger Goodell now. <laughs> yeah, BFFs, you know, they're tight like that. Right. Um, just incredible, uh, <laughs> all of them. Mm-hmm. He, all of them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Jeremy, volunteers, they make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. I know that in the past, anytime we were in a pinch, mm-hmm. Men of Vision were there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'd send out the email to maybe five, six, even ten groups. Yeah. We need help. Who can help? And uh, Anderson was always the first to reply. Yeah. Always the first. Yeah. Yeah. And not only to reply, but then to show up. Right. Because, you know, there's a difference between replying and showing up. So. Mm-hmm. Right. He was always there with, yeah. with the boys. Yeah, and still is. He's still every is. every Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Solid. every Saturday. And they it's they own that space. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, Eva. I've it's never seen so it. Organized, it was crazy, you know. Right. Like they're so disciplined. Yeah. And it was interesting because, uh, of course, originally the produce pantry was at our location at mm-hmm. Trinity Two before it went across the street, yeah. and uh, they had started volunteering on the Saturday, maybe two or three weeks before it went across the street. So they were instrumental in this transition to the. Mm-hmm. The better location, right? And just right. really owned it, yeah. Right, and when we say better, we mean easier access, yeah, easier for sure. access, for sure. right? Yeah. Because we were just it had outgrown our parking lot here at T two, and we mm-hmm. really needed a space, which is at Woodson mm-hmm. uh, K through eight, just really across Bush Boulevard from yeah. us, um, and that amount can be managed, and we're really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, that is sponsored by Florida Blue. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go in, we're in our second year, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. we're going to be going into our third year yeah. where they're really making an incredible impact on our community. Yeah. It's so needed. It's so appreciated yeah. by our guests. And I, it's so great that we were able to continue it because I remember, you know, I feel like pre-COVID is such a common designation now. I remember pre-COVID when, right. uh, you know, people could come and just literally pick out, like, here's some oranges, here's, here's a bag of yeah. grapes, here's, you know, four cucumbers. Right. And it, like, just visually was such a, like, a delicious, like, spread. Mm. And I'm certain that if that had gone away with COVID, people would have been, you know, distraught. Like, it, it was such a great source of healthy tasty you know quality food yeah and uh and i actually remember i think the first time i saw mr anderson was when uh we first started uh distributing frozen meals here at trinity two and we had people kind of lining up to take turns at the hall like coming through um i remember we had our our co-worker lemuel scott here and mr anderson was assisting him and it was you know, we were still trying to figure out how to even do this because we've never yeah. had to rearrange in that way. And uh, and it, it now that I know who he is, it figures he was like the first person yeah. to be there helping us try to figure right. it out. You know, right. <laughs> I feel he's like a, a navigator of uncharted waters. Yeah. yeah. Right. And now we know his background even more. Of course mm-hmm. he is. That's yeah. really what he's best at. Yeah. Really yeah. just figuring, listening and evaluating and mm. figuring out what's best for sure for so sure. jeremy going on that whole volunteer you know because that's how we know them and that's what they uh one of their mission statements mm. is to give back to the community as well as improve themselves and right. focus on being successful um volunteer we have like 50 different choices every month that where people can mm-hmm. come volunteer we need about five thousand. Yeah. To yeah. lean in with us every month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, here at T2, how many do you need? Right now, we're still serving um, uh, to-go, correct? Yes. At this location, we're still doing to-go. So we need 12 volunteers a day. Right. Six mm-hmm. days a week at this right. location. 
Right, right. And then uh, T1. Um, we're trying a little bit of a different model with serving outside. And right now we need uh, 18 volunteers a day at that location. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So that's what's needed. So you can go to feedingtampabay.org and look at the calendar. Mm -hmm. And that's how you choose where you can volunteer. We also have our mobile pantries, mm -hmm. our mega pantries. Yeah. Warehouse, <laughs> Publix Community Market. What else is there, guys? I'm going down the list of Man, things. Uh, Muscles and Tetris. Yeah, are they still doing that? In the warehouse, yeah. uh, you know, helping with uh, uh, arrangement of, you know, uh, the storage of our food, essentially. Yes, 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 um, yes. Yeah, really. I mean, there's just the number of mobiles and mega pantries that we have now has exploded. Yes. So, I mean, that's such a major draw yeah, for us now. to where you can kind of lean in yeah. beside us. And, you know, we obviously have weekend shifts for people who are busy during the week. Yep. And, you know, we have, I think we have lots of people who just pick a day. Like, they just come every Tuesday or whatever, right. you know, right. and just in their free time. Right. Like <laughs> Ross and the boys. Yeah, they uh, come yep. every Saturday. They do their Saturday thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, if it, just so people can understand how much we depend on those volunteers, mm -hmm. I think there's about 180 of us on the Feeding Tampa Bay team. Mm -hmm. We need about 5,000 volunteers every month, mm -hmm. and we're distributing about 2 million meals a week. Man. Can you even picture, like, 2 million meals in one place? Right. <laughs> I can't even – I can't – visually imagine no. <laughs> and a, a, a newer volunteer shift is the frozen meal preparation shift right trinity one there you go right i've there seen you that go. where uh, they put together ten thousand meals a week oh my god that go out into the community <laughs> right and those are delivered specifically to people who have barriers mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. to be able to get out of their home whether it's health issues elderly yeah. i know a lot of people are getting the vaccine the vaccine is a really big hot topic right now and mm -hmm. people are struggling to get that so I know some of those seniors are going to be, um, you know, transitioning out. I've even heard from our teams mm -hmm. that we're hearing from people who are going to be able to get out now. Yeah. Of course, still safely wearing their masks sure. and respecting guidelines, but at least they feel better about leaving their home. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine mm -hmm. we're coming up on a year to where it's a year where Man. you've been getting frozen <laughs> meals mm -hmm. uh, from Trinity Cafe created or one of our partners. Right. That we work with in the community to help get those meals out. And I think we're over 600,000 of those meals. Wow. And they're have delicious. Been distributed. That, they I was going to say, they've, they've become kind of a commodity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen the ones, because, you know, some of them have like the, they're usually like a foil pan with like either a paper or a plastic lid. And the plastic lids, you can see the meal that's in there. And I'm like salivating, like, you know, yes. seeing them at it, like at, uh, at the new feeding uh, Pinellas location. But uh, it's funny because, uh, Yes, we are delivering them to the to the elderly and the homebound, um, but also like, you know, we we've been trying to figure out ways to like uh, deliver them like directly to the public because they're so delicious. Yes. And like we were able to stock uh, through our partnership with Habitat for Humanity, stock people's brand new homes with a freezer yes. full of like amazing Trinity meals. So that's great. You know, it's uh, right? it's it's become like this like uh, highly coveted. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it is. Well, because Chef Daniel and the other chefs in the community, they're working so hard. These mm -hmm. are four five-star chefs yep. that um, have their uh, resume goes through, you know, hotels like the Ritz. Yeah. And, and the Straz. I mean, Straz, yeah, yeah. Blooming Brands, mm -hmm. you know, all these big, you know, companies, organizations that have these incredible chefs. Right. That's where our chefs come from. Yep. Just so you know. <laughs> so uh, maybe someday soon you'll be able to at a you know, small fee that mm -hmm. goes as a donation mm -hmm. to Feeding Tampa Bay, be able to have one of your own. Yeah, yeah. How do we get off on this? Because we were supposed to be talking about volunteers and we end up on food. Uh, that's can't help because it. <laughs> that's what we all have in common. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Having me on yeah. the show is a trouble. <laughs> Follow the breadcrumbs. Follow <laughs> the breadcrumbs. But um, so, Jeremy, tell us, you know, just a little bit. We want to. You've been on the podcast before. Um, you work for the volunteer team. You're specifically with Trinity Cafe most of the time, but obviously we all lean in together when we're needed. Mm-hmm. So really, a title doesn't matter around here. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does not. It does not. We do what we do when we're asked to do it, and that's kind of what makes everything work, and that's yeah. kind of our brand all together, and um, which is an amazing thing as well. Uh, but tell us a few things about yourself. Remind some of our friends. You just made the papers again. Yeah. On your own that I had nothing to do with. Yeah, you did. <laughs> what are you doing now? Well, you know, there's we're post COVID right now, so I'm mm. a musician, but if, I'm being very selective about where I play. Yeah. So, I only play at venues that are safe. Mm-hmm. I play at New World Brewery. I did an acoustic show, but uh, my friend Melissa is actually doing a Feeding Tampa Bay benefit Aww. next Sunday, That's unrelated awesome. to Feeding Tampa Bay. It's just who she wanted to donate Aww. to, and I'm going to perform at it. It's the music of Harry Chapin, a musician who was also a big advocate for feeding people. Right on. Yes, absolutely. And isn't that the name of the food bank in Sarasota? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. I, I think so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's amazing. So if you want to go to uh, check Jeremy out, where where will we be? Uh, New World Brewery. New World Brewery. Okay. Next Sunday. What's the date? Or it's Saturday. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So next Saturday at New World Brewery, at what time? Uh, 8 o'clock. The show starts. 8 mm-hmm. o'clock p.m. And uh, Jeremy, do you have a public page? Yep. What is it? Uh, just... Uh, jeremygloff.com or you can find me Jeremy Gloff on Facebook. G-L-O-F-F. Yep. Mm. There you go. And if you would like to come and volunteer at Trinity Cafe, whether it is preparing meals, putting frozen meals together, or helping serve our hungry neighbors in need, Jeremy is your man. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go to the produce uh, pantry on Saturdays and hang out with Anderson and the Men of Vision, <laughs> uh-huh. I invite you to because that's an experience and some really amazing gentlemen that you're going to be exposed to. Absolutely. So thank you again for listening to Stick a Fork in It. We appreciate you and please share with your friends. Yep. Feeding <laughs> Tampa Bay, baby. You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Beating Tampa Bay. Oh,